Welcome, welcome everyone. How's how's uh, how's life? Um, hope you're staying safe. My name is Ed. This is the GMG podcast. Let's get straight into it. Got two topics um, today. Actually, they kind of like bleed into each other in a way. So um, yeah, it'll be one big topic, whatever. But uh, let's start with um, game prices. And uh, this one... Obviously, we're entering a new generation. Everyone's excited. Um, me, like I said in my previous episode, kind of, you know, lukewarm on this. Yeah, like, um, not not overly excited. But then again, I'm not completely down on it. It's always exciting to see what, you know, the new machines are going to be capable of. But like I said, that's something for the future, I feel. Um, but this... this episode it does kind of lead in with the topic of um you know the price of these games how much we're going to be spending right yeah for the games that we love are we going to be paying more are we going to be paying less uh well the less part probably not going to happen until i think everyone is comfortable with digital and that's the thing with game prices and i kind of wanted to put that out there like what price are you guys happy with obviously the price that we've got now around about 60 pounds in the uk um they're going up to what 70 dollars in america and it's probably going to round out about 70 pounds here right now i'm from the angle that you know price increases are never an easy thing no matter what it is it's just asking someone for more money um, for something is always is always going to be difficult, and you always got to justify that in a way. Now, okay, so we're getting a ten pounds increase. You could argue, what are we getting for that ten pounds? Is what everyone's going to be asking, right? And I, I'm just, I, I don't really know. This is why I'm putting the question out there because it's a hard thing to gauge if it's justified. One, do they need to do it? Well, it hasn't increased for like two generations now i think games used to be around about 40 they then they went up to like 50 creeping up to around even 60 um with generation seven and the beginning of generation seven so it, it it's a hard one but i would say the thing that i get most out of this is it's all about perspective like with everything in life to be honest it's like um you really have to look at things in a way that is kind of out of yourself, right, yeah? So move aside the fact that, okay, I'm paying more and try to understand why you would be and also looking back at how much you were really paying for, like, particular games before as well because I think for your average gamer, like, the dude that plays Call of Duty in 50 and call of duty 50 don't even know what game that is but like no the guy that plays like call of duty and fifa uh i would say that they spend well over like the 60 pounds because of dlc and stuff like that it's just that the money is being gained in a different way right a quite ingenious way to be honest and some people could say unfair some people could say fair some people can be in the middle whatever but the fact is no one's got a gun to your head to pay to pay this extra bit of money that you're paying but people do a lot of people do it's why call of duty is like still like the biggest game it is and uh why fifa is right and these games come out yearly right so you ask yourself okay well 
the perspective on these people is they're playing something that's giving them what they want and they love it you know what I mean and I would never I think it's wrong when people attack franchises like that even though I, I'm not really into them I don't care for them as much the last Call of Duty that I really enjoyed was like Modern Warfare 2 and the last FIFA was FIFA 99 I think it was or maybe even well I remember World Cup uh, FIFA World Cup 96 it might have been or something like that or oh, 98 um, that was like the last FIFA game that I personally was inter interested in but I know a lot of people love them right and I think it's good um, that these franchises still exist so when they get extra money out of people and the, and the numbers probably show that these that a lot of them are paying this extra money games have been more than you know 70 pounds for a long time yeah you could you could argue that yeah but my thing is more that i think if they're going to increase it they need to justify it you know what i mean they need to like turn around to us and say okay you want an extra 10 pounds this is what you're getting for this and i think with every generation we are kind of getting it because games the cost of making games is always going up right because the teams are always getting bigger right and this is more let's just say from a triple a um perspective and and that's also another interesting thing about the industry is that like not obviously not every game is priced full price you get a lot of mid i think mid-tier games definitely went away this generation we were rarely seeing that but last generation especially the generation before in the ps2 era uh we were seeing a lot of games that were priced like right like 30 pounds and weren't like quote unquote super triple a but but it's still good enough and they still had like a good budget around them but they weren't charging charging you the premium you would say and i i was fine with that i i never i think being flexible having giving the your audience choices um is is the way to go like the, like why would you limit that and i think we're gonna have that this generation i do think like your top end triple a game like a cyberpunk for example will be 70 pounds right now when you look at what's in cyberpunk what it's doing is it justified if you talk to me personally i think yeah because the amount of effort those guys have gone into and we know the quality that's going to come out of that game you could argue yeah i'll give you an extra 10 pounds because to be honest there's you are not going to get another game like cyberpunk until the next gta right and gta might just come out and say you know what we'll charge you an extra 10 pounds than what you were playing before and yes it has to be justified in what it's doing but those two games are example and those developers are example where they always push the envelope yeah they spend seven years um pushing that envelope but you know the envelope will be pushed right which is an interesting phrase I don't actually I use it a lot, but I never actually wondered what does that actually mean, pushing the envelope. I mean, why is that? Anyway, but you get what I'm saying, right? And I, um, I, I just feel that, like, if, if it's the next crappy game, then yes. Would you call it? It's not something you want to you wanna be spending £70. But I think that's always been the case. I think a lot of people miss that. Like, in any other industry, when you're paying, like, any or anything when you're buying anything that's you know 50 pounds 40 pounds you do your damn research you know whatever it may be right you don't just throw your money away frivolously i mean there'd be no point 
um, to that because you'd be buying something, let's say it's a tool that you need and it just doesn't work. You're not going to be able to achieve what you need to. Now, gaming is different because it's entertainment, but it still shouldn't be throwaway in terms of the value that you're getting out of that. So, yes, it just, I think what this would do if it becomes like a really big standard is that we just as gamers as people that love this industry you're just gonna have to start researching a bit more like your due diligence has to be on point or you just need to do it you know what i mean and i think if if we take that approach you'll be better off for it and you would have a and you would have more of an understanding of you know what goes into to a game and even with yourself understand what you really really want because there's no i i don't know about you guys but the worst thing is is when you put that money down for something that you've been excited for and it just turns out not to be what you wanted it to that's devastating in whatever the product is right and gaming is no different so um and that's why we rely on reviews and we rely on these you know influencers and people to like give their impressions and if we respect them and we follow them uh we then make the purchase right so the price and once again this is perspective doesn't really matter it's like what you feel personally right because things always cost more the bigger they get right yeah the more detailed they get the more people they um uh, they use to make these games right now on the flip side there are games, and this kind of leads into my next um, topic, but I'll bleed between the two because I just wanted to talk about uh, how Marvel Avengers is doing and games as a service in general. And, like, with a games of a service game, yeah, if they charge you, like, 70-odd quid for a game that blatantly you know is going to be improved over time, but the, the initial product is kind of lackluster, that is not acceptable right and like even from even whatever perspective you want to look at it they they're telling you before this game's even come out that we want this thing to grow and that's why a lot of these games service and to marvel to marvel's downfall as it would seem because i'm be reading a lot of um uh articles about you know their numbers and stuff like that it's what's hitting them yeah i mean obviously the game's broken i mean they're fixing it now but still you can't charge 70 60 however much it is for something that's broken right but perspective also comes into play with that as well because if say for example if marvel avengers was free no problem absolutely no problem with what you're getting right because there's not there's not that um commitment you could try it and in your mind intrinsically you already know that wow, I did not spend any money for this thing that took X amount of people to make that has this level of, like, quality in terms of its combat, its animations, its cutscenes, its production values, whatever it may be, you already feel like you've gotten a good deal, right? So it's all down to how you look at it, but absolutely you wouldn't get away with that price increase for games like that, I I think, um that's where it can be it can be really shady and they can use a license and i think they did that with marvel i mean i love it you know i've reached that point now where i pretty much experienced everything i need to with that game and i'm just waiting for the content now did i get my 60 pounds worth of that well if you look at like how long i've been playing it um and the numbers 
you would you would argue you could argue once again perspective that yeah you did if you're looking at pounds per hours definitely right but in terms of was it broken and should it be broken absolutely not <laughs> it shouldn't have been but then flip that if i didn't pay for it all those problems in the game, it would be like herald is like one of the best games to come out this generation just just based on the simple fact that you didn't have to pay anything for it yeah even though it's exactly the same product right because you don't you don't you don't really hear people and why would you hear people complain about something that they didn't pay for that is broken or not doing what they need it to do it's like it's frustrating yes but you're not gonna lose sleep over it or feel like you've been hard done by because there was no commitment on your end and that's rightly so right you know that's the beauty of free to play games as well no risk um and i mean even with games that cost money there's really no risk to be honest with the amount of content that we have in the form of journalists reviews influencers youtube whatever like you it's rare to go in blind back in the day i i bought stuff where um where i was just like man i thought this was going to be good and it disappointed me right yeah even like even fairly recently like with anthem for example played everything but that was more on me you know because they did everything to give me a heads up they had an alpha they had a beta and i still put that money down so it was really just on me but i think with prices with game prices and you know with especially with games of a service it's all about perspective and it's all about people doing more research than they normally would and i think now we're entering an era where i think that's just going to become the norm and it should be I, I urge everyone to like you know listen to podcasts like mine like watch youtube videos and stuff like that on the things that you love because it's not even about companies being shady because some companies they just get it wrong or they don't know or it could be experiment like no doubt marvel will improve over time and would they have been able to do that without releasing it maybe not you know what i mean maybe they need the feedback from people enabled to improve it and a lot of games have, have shown that Rainbow Six is obviously one of the main examples, but you know Final Fantasy fourteen another one. So there's there's games out there that like you could argue if they had the extra time or they just didn't come out, would they have been good? That I mean that we can never ever really truly answer that, but we can answer that games that have come out bad and survived and improved, they did because of the people that loved it and because the developers had that vision to support it as well. So yeah like it, it's going to be an interesting one but with game prices i would just say it's it's happening it looks like it's going to happen um and don't be alarmed just be more clued up so that's all i've really got to say about that but with marvel um just to give you guys also a quick update on that so like i said i've done pretty much everything in the game right now they fix most of the bugs and stuff like i've not really had any crashes and stuff now it's all about that content baby it's all about that content and you know i also i'm definitely someone that would rather than fix everything first before they like throw content at us and um it's good that they're doing that because i know hawkeye and stuff like that maybe was supposed to come out now but obviously because they've had more problems which to be honest they probably already knew like i'm saying the the signs the writing was on the wall with this game for a lot of people. And to be fair, a lot of people did 
practice what I was saying is they did their due diligence. They went out. They they read about it. They were they were getting inklings. Obviously, they looked at the trailers and stuff like that, and they were just like, nah. Right, and those numbers dropped. I don't know how well it sold initially, probably because of the brand, it probably sold enough. But I just hope it's enough for Crystal Dynamics to continue with it because the state they launched in was unacceptable. From even, well, I mean, I don't know to to ask me to compare them to compare it with Anthem is a tough one. I would say they're even. Anthem hurt me more because um, I went in, and my guard was completely down. With Anthem, with Marvel, my guard was like completely up. I had my expectation; I knew what I was getting, so I wasn't really disappointed with that. I, I almost was expecting bugs and 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 it to be broken and whatever, you know, par for course, as they say. But like with um, Anthem, I just didn't <laughs> let that guard down, and it and it hurt a bit. So it's hard to compare the two, but I would just say they're both in that league of games that have massive potential, and we'll see if the developers can really put. Um, the effort into making sure it is what it is and it might not even be in the hands of the developers it might be down to the publishers but I just hope um, that they can that they can do that with uh, both of those titles but yeah so Marvel I'll wait until they release like some new footage on 150 and also if any of you guys want to play it and you guys have it interested in getting it or you have already made that jump and you need someone to play with I'm a Hulk main 150 he's a beast so uh yeah just hit me up on twitter and give me my psn and then we'll do this but uh i think that's what i'm gonna call it guys um for this episode let me know what you think especially about these game prices because it's a big thing um i'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on the reception that it's going to be getting and i'm from my perspective i'm definitely going to be a lot more into reading reviews and picking stuff apart partly because no one has time to waste on a, a really really bad game right yeah obviously no one does yeah and money as well so so i think reviews are going to be invaluable impressions are going to be invaluable and i would say anyone that's looking to make that investment every single game you buy now will be an investment so look at it like that like look at it like if i'm spending 70 pounds on x thing i'm obviously going to do my research or ask friends if they've bought this particular thing is it going to work games that no different so yeah uh but that's everything guys take care i'll see you on the next episode of the game Make game podcast Bye.